try to keep my energy up i am tired uh welcome ladies and gentlemen to episode 83 of the splash cast the around the league edition part two really uh uh a whole bunch of news came out there's so much football news yesterday that we decided to split the episode into two parts um so we're gonna do the basketball segment today including the hawks and the uh and news around the league i'm your co-host reggie i am your co-host norwood and the club is going up on when a tuesday we are here we are feeling good i'm ready to talk a little basketball uh my hawks are underperforming per the usual john collins is having a phenomenal night let's get into it let's get into it to that let us get into it well, before we get into basketball, I do want to add this to the HBCU segment because some news came out today that was unexpected to say the least. Um, I think I would be more excited if what didn't ha- if what happened in Jackson State didn't happen. But Ed Reed has been hired, or they have they have an agreement in place. Uh to be Bethune Cookman's next head coach. That's a big deal. It's a excellent deal. Bethune is a great school that I support. I visited, I've been to. Um excellent friends with a lot of their alum. I talked to a few of them already. They're very excited to have Ed Reed as their head coach. I 100% agree with you. I think that there is a hangover for he who shall not be named. Uh, and <laughs> I just look forward to Coach Reed taking over this team and catapulting them to new heights. Good heights. Yeah, Damn, good yeah heights. man. Florida. So the difference between this hire and the previous hire in Jackson is that Ed Reed is actually on the Miami Hurricanes coaching staff prior to being hired at Bethune-Cookman. He has experience coaching. He has ties oh, to. Oh, <laughs> he died, but he got a quick scope on the way out. <laughs> shoot you now. 
He's got he ties to South team, Florida. Man. Of course, you know, he's got ties to Florida. Uh, but he has experience. It doesn't seem like the job was just given to him. Um, I think it is definitely a splash move. Uh, I am excited to see Ed Reed and how he flourishes as a coach. Uh, just from meeting him here in Atlanta, he has a cigar bar in Atlanta. Uh, he has a few investment properties in Atlanta a lot. Uh, he's a real, a real cool dude, real down to earth. Doesn't move like a, you know, hall of famer. He moves like just a regular nine to five Joe. And, uh, you know, his personality and persona, uh, I, I, I hope to see come through in Bethune Cookman's, uh, Bethune Cookman's team because off the field, like I said, he's cool as a fan, but on the field, he's he's the quintessential leader. Like he is the leader. So I can't wait and, to see how this plays. And I think he's a good hire. And he's he's a little bit different from the other guy because he is more of a blue collar, limited pomp and circumstance. I can't do my job. Mm-hmm. Now I'm gonna do my job. I'm gonna do a damn good job at my job. And by damn good job, I'm gonna be the best. But all of that. Oh Lord, no! All of the hooping and hollering, the yelling, all the the extras that come with that, just not there for that. So, the swag. I mean, they've got a lot of coaches. Um, they do. They have, of course, they got Big Hugh down there in in Grambling. Now they got Ed Reed. Oh, you right. They got Ed Reed and uh Bethune Cookman. Um they got Bubba of course, McDowell. Bubba McDowell at Prairie View, Fred McNair at Al Alcorn State. And then you know Mr. Swack himself, uh uh Eddie Robinson Jr. at Alabama State. So And Eddie George. They got all the Eddie, Eddie George Eddie. Eddie George at Tennessee State. You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Um, uh, but you have, not to mention, you have uh, uh, Willie Simmons, who consistently is in the playoff hunt at FAMU, um, along with others. You, it's just, I said Hugh Jackson already. Uh, I don't know, I don't even know who's the favorite anymore in the SWAC next year. It will be Jackson State, but they have... You think they would fall off with Dion, and they they will, but they have quietly as kept to have a really good recruiting class, but not the best. Alcorn State has the number one recruiting class in the H in in the SWAC. Yeah, I think you're gonna have a settling. You have to have a settling period, especially with all of these transfers right now from the portal. And mm-hmm. once you kind of see where everybody lands, I think at that point you'll be able to better forecast what you're really looking at going forward. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. And then you got, I mean, of course, at Southern, Eric Dooley, he, he, his recruiting class had all people that were six feet three and taller, unless they were like a six foot two linebacker. But like he, he did all offensive linemen and all big receivers and tight ends. Um, I like it. The Fal- so, that's the Falcons game plan. That's everybody's game. That's, that's college football. That's SEC game plan. We're going to beat you in the trenches. And along with Ed Reed, now you have Ed Reed at Bethune-Cookman. So you know those kids that leave Florida to go play somewhere else. They're going to be at Bethune-Cookman and FAM almost exclusively oh, now. 
prayers to the state of Florida. Prayers to the state of Florida. You're attempting to recruit now, you have to deal with Ed Reed. And I hate to say it, but the entire state of Florida, nobody has a better resume in football at any level in the state of Florida than Ed Reed. Yeah. Yeah, as a coach. Yeah, as a coach. Yeah, I mean, as a former player, coach. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And, and he's not his is so not no nonsense. Is is just I came to play very good football. I play very smart football. And yeah. Everybody in in Florida loves the Hurricanes. I was on the Hurricane staff. Now I'm here at, at Bethune Cookman. In Daytona Beach. I can say I can say you a beach or I can say you some Alps. Which one you want to go to some mountains? Which one you want to go see? Come on to the beach. Exactly. And don't let them be good. And hey, you don't think he knows who's good on that Miami team who's not getting burned right now? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Now that's one thing I do hope. I we have said it multiple times. I'm awake now. We said it multiple times on on. Go ahead, all them kids that are on PWIs and all that stuff that ain't getting no burn, and you have ties to the PWIs, send them on down. That's why I said the man up there in Boulder. Hey, if you really love HBCUs and it's for that, for the ones that don't make it, that's not Louis. If it, you know it might be Coach, send on send the coach down to Jackson. Send that coach back. Send that coach back. You keep that Louis. <laughs> you know, you got, and now you, you have all of this. Plenty of people are happy with a coach bag. Let me tell you that much. And you have all of this uh, uh, NFL experience going to HBCUs is what's going to attract everybody. Uh, and speaking of NFL experience, the rumor mill is booming right now with Cam Newton allegedly trying or about to join Jackson State's coaching staff under TC uh, as the quarterback's coach. He was seen in Jackson, Mississippi uh, a couple days ago and TC Taylor. And I don't know how I feel about this, but I mean. I know exactly how I feel about this. Well, I mean, you're, you're biased. You hate Cam Newton. But I, I think – I think this could be a move in terms of, hey, we're still getting you NFL experience, NFL lessons. People that have been in the league, that have been to the Super Bowl, that have been MVPs. I I, I don't hate it. I just hope he's able to rein in his personality. That's like it's almost like trying to make Dion an assistant coach. I hate to have to have to ask this question. What about Cam Newton as quarterback coach? Uh, I mean, his experience as being a quarterback in the NFL. No, not for me. This is a no for me. This is a pass. Why? Why? Talk it out. Explain it. I. Ed Reed, consummate student of the game, legitimate football savant. Cam Newton, not, not a student of the game, 
not a very not the most cerebral player and this ain't bias he's a front runner he's not really even a guy who is is notorious for fighting through games toughing it out uh and and when he loses he's a bad loser terrible loser here's a no for me strong no. i'm i'm interested to see how it goes i i i i will always give the benefit of the doubt i think hopefully that, that sounds like veiled skepticism i hopefully he's mature enough and he's matured <laughs> if he hasn't matured then you just fire him i mean it ain't hard i mean but the problem is but the problem is if he takes this job i think the pressure is on him versus the pressure on jackson state because if you honestly want to get into coaching which is the only reason i can see that you take this job is because you want to get into coaching then you have to mature you have to be a leader you have to be everything that encompasses being a coach because if you're not one thing that young people can see is fraudulent when you try to lead somebody and you ain't no leader it's not gonna work they don't get you out of there and you're gonna you ain't gonna get nowhere else to coach because people are already skeptical so i hope this works out it's 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 a big name they're trying to keep the buzz at jackson state and 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 let me make sure that i shape this conversation the right way i don't have any hate for cam newton i do not hate cam newton (laughs) Yes, you do. But I'm, I, I, <laughs> yes, you do. Yes, just, you do. Just because I do not hate Cam Newton, I can not think that you're a great quarterback and still like you, Tim Tebow. I think that Tim Tebow is not a very good quarterback. I do think that I, I do like him. I think that Cam Newton is not a great quarterback. Don't have any personal ill will against him. Really? You you don't think he's he's ever been a good quarterback? He won an MVP. I he threw for forty five hundred yards or forty two hundred yards is like a rookie with one receiver. I think he had, I think he had one good season. One good front season. Ran the entire season. <laughs> he, front ran, he front ran that whole season. As I predicted, when he got down, he will go out. He got down, he went out, and he pouted. And I said that he wasn't that good of a quarterback and that guy never materialized again cam newton carolina panthers you said he had one good season? Of honor. Yeah. what, what constituted okay, one good season, season for you one great season the mvp oh, season was the greatest okay so that wasn't even his best that wasn't even his best season his rookie year he threw for four thousand yards he had 21 touchdowns that rookie, that rookie year was good. I'll give you that. I'll I give you that. The, that, that the year Super the Bowl season. year was what, 2012 or 13 or 15? I mean 15. Mm-hmm. I think it was 15. I think it was in his fourth year when he won the Super Bowl. Uh, uh, went to the Super Bowl, lost to the Broncos. He threw for 3,800 yards, 35 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. You know and who that sounds like? Who? I hate to say it. <laughs> They're going to be mad. Sound like Matt Ryan to me. 
Okay. If it sounds like Matt Ryan to you, why do you? So then, why do you cape for Matt Ryan and kick Cam Newton? Because Cam Newton is the most physically gifted quarterback that we've ever seen. What does that mean? He has. You just said he has stats comparable to Matt Ryan. Yet you praise Matt Ryan all the time, but you kick Cam Newton. Why do you do that? Because Matt Ryan's never had a defense. Cam Newton had a excellent defense. But what does that have to do with him throwing 4,000 yards and winning the MVP? He didn't have nearly the offensive weapons that Matt Ryan had. He had Steve Smith, and that is it. He had nobody else. So when you say you don't hate Cam Newton and I laugh at you because I say, hi, that's a lie, this conversation right here is a lie. (laughs) I mean, proves that that's a lie. You think that Cam... You think that well? This is this is also going to be the big difference. You about to pivot? Matt Ryan is going. No, I'm saying right here, Matt Ryan is going to the Hall of Fame. Cam Newton is not going to the Hall of Fame. Yeah, he did fall off a cliff. Yeah, he fell off a cliff. But you're saying he had one good year, which is foolish. That's foolish to say. That's like saying that's like Josh saying uh, Matt Ryan is a coach killer. That's foolish. That's foolish to say. It is, but one is a Ring of Honor guy. And that makes you all of very good. And one of these guys is You just said he's not a good quarterback game. though. You said he's now he's, you just said at the beginning of this he wasn't a good quarterback. You said he had one your your words were he had one good year and he's not a good quarterback. Those were your words. And that's why that's why I was like, are wait, are you for real? I was, <laughs> I was being facetious. What I'm saying is as a number one pick. And as the guy with all this pomp and circumstance, he ended up being pretty good. How many number one pick quarterbacks actually end up being better than Cam? It's not many. Number one picks, not many. Uh, You could probably say what, Peyton Manning? Oh, yeah. Uh, Who else was a number one pick? Nope. Stafford. Uh-uh. He nope. didn't have a nope. Oh, hold on. Here we go. NFL draft. Every quarterback that's went uh number one, number one since nineteen sixty seven. Terry Bradshaw. Better. Plug let's go it. modern. Let's go better. modern football. Go modern. If you don't go from nineteen fifty, then and it's still gonna be less than half. I'm pretty sure it's gonna be less than half, even if you did it that way. But you can keep going. Uh let's see. Joe Burrow. Yeah. Right now, he's had a better career than Cam so far. Well, no, he hasn't. He hasn't. We don't know. He hasn't had a better career than Cam no, yet. No, no, no. To be determined. But let, let me ask you a question. We'll who, see. Who do you foresee? We'll uh, see. Because if you would have asked me at this point in Cam Newton's career, his shoulder didn't fall off yet. So I would have said Cam Newton is on his now, way. I ain't going to lie. We have some stinkers now. Yeah, I know. That's why I was like, you, uh, Kyler Murray, Baker Mayfield, Tim Couch, or uh, you can keep going now. These, these are people who I hate. Kyler Murray, Baker, uh, Jared Goff. Ooh. Might might be. <laughs> keep going. I mean, I didn't even have to look up no stats for that one. Keep going. Keep keep going. Take you get Jared Andrew, Goff. Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck, Andrew Luck got him. Andrew Luck got him. I'd actually probably say they're about even, because Andrew Luck quit the same time Sam that Cam Bradford. get out of there. So, so you haven't named one Matt yet. Stafford. Matt Stafford better. 
Jamarcus Russell. God, no. You think Matt Stafford has... Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. He won the Super Bowl, yeah. Alex Smith. Oof. Eli. Now, that is somebody who benefited from a defense. Oh, yeah. Carson Palmer or Cam Newton? I would say Cam because Cam was the total team. Wait till you get to the next one. (laughs) David Carr. Jeez. So, as I said, you was like to be a number one pick. (laughs) Keep going. Next one. Who? Michael Vick. (laughs) Yo, this is number one at quarterback. Number one, let me go ahead and say this. Number quarterback (laughs) is completely arbitrary. That told me nothing. You could be damn near the goat. You could be a flaming bag of garbage. It don't matter. Find out you disproved it. You disproved your point, and I ain't even have to say nothing. Just look up the list of number one quarterbacks. It's, <laughs> it's literally up and down, up and down, up and down. Next one. You you literally go Tim Couch, Peyton Manning. Yep. Then you go to Drew Bledsoe. He wasn't the number one pick, was he? Yep. Oh, that draft must have been awful. Jeff George. He was probably better than Cam. He just played longer. He wasn't better. Troy. Aikman? This thing is, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I, yeah, you got to say Troy just because he was on one of the greatest dynasties of all time. So you you got to say yeah. yes. With help, with help. He's an asterisk. I mean, with the help. What do you mean he had the help? He had the greatest offensive line of all time. With the greatest running back of all time. With a top two receiver of all time. With a top no, no, five no, no, tight end. He did not have the greatest running back. He had a great running back. He had a great wide receiver, a great tight end, a great head coach, a great defensive line. He had Deion Sanders. And a he great had defense. Norton. <laughs> yeah. Vinny Testaverde. Nope. Woo. Mm. I'm telling you, Cam, Cam before his Cam shoulder Cam. fell off, Cam first five years was like crazy. He was averaging like yeah. 3,500 yards uh, uh, with one receiver. It's John then when Elway. they started losing. Yeah, John, I mean John Elway, yeah. So we had two. Steve Bartowski. Yeah, this. For the I mean, Falcons? I mean, you. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, see, I'm not going to lie to y'all. I'm a Falcons fan. I ain't went back and watched now Steve Barkowski film. Two Pro Bowl seasons in 80-81. NFC Division around career back. Uh, I, that, now that I will tell you. Steve Barkowski is, is the guy who I don't know anything about. Me neither. Chris Chandler, Jeff George, all the rest of them. I don't know. I, well, I wasn't born yet, number one. <laughs> wasn't even here. Wasn't even here. You, you start asking me Steve Bartowski history, great throwback jersey. That's it. That's great. The Red Falcon 10 is wild. It's a wild one. Yep. But, but as I was saying, but the point is. I, I, I don't know how he played. <laughs> I don't know what he was good at. Don't ask me where he went to college. I don't know. Sorry he, to this man. He, all I know is he threw the ball to Billy White Shoes Johnson. That's, that's all I know for one year. That's how, because Billy White shoes, because he's great. The little, uh, you know, the little uh, celebration was in Tecmo Bowl when he did like this with the legs. Yeah. That was in this. That was a celebration. Yeah, 
<laughs> so that's all I know. After looking at this, he's a mediocre number one. Mediocre? He's one of the best number ones of all time. <laughs> You've only named two people better than Peyton Manning and Drew Bledsoe. Wait, no, hell no, Eli Manning. You think uh, Eli? You think Matt Eli? Stafford, Andrew Love. <laughs> I don't. I don't. What's Andrew Love's stats? Because Andrew Luck quit. Cam Newton's first five years. The kidney rupture. You can't, man. I didn't play football a long time. I don't know how you get kidney lacerations. Kidney lacerations, lacerations of the spleen. I'll be like, y'all. I don't, I don't, I don't know if Eli is a better. Uh, Chauncey Gardner Wilson. He's out for the year with a lacerated spleen. I said a spleen. Who? When Andrew Luck said I was pissing blood, I was like, y'all know he about to retire, right? When Andrew Luck said I'm pissing blood, he was like, oh man, I was pissing blood this morning. I'm like, he about to go play? Oh, y'all need to start searching for a quarterback now. Three weeks later, hey, Jacoby Brissett, you are now the starting quarterback. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, it's not many things that will really just break me down to emotional nothingness. <laughs> that is at the top of the list. <laughs> I'm crying. I'm <laughs> emotional damage. <laughs> Hawks got beat by the Pacers. By the Pacers. We didn't have Clint Capella. We didn't have any defense. Trey yep. Young exited the game yeah, with a calf injury. You hear me? Michael Vick uh, had the potential to have a better, but he, I don't, a lot of these player, players had the potential to be better than Cam, but I'm telling you, Cam's first five or six years, he had like 4,000 yards, 3,800 yards, 3,500 yards, 3,800 yards, MVP, Super Bowl. So, like, he's a top 10, well, I won't say 10, because then you get to the 70s when they actually valued quarterbacks the white quarterback well, the, the guys from the 70 ain't nobody but Terry Bradshaw he's not better than Jim Pluckett not better than and then it's Steve Bartowski and John Elway Bartowski John Elway's in the Elway, 80s so you so out of all the years of the NFL you've named six players six number one quarterbacks better than him that I've heard unless you're gonna go to like Bart Starr <laughs> no <laughs> Bradshaw, Plunkett, Elway, Aikman, Peyton. Sneaky say Mike Vick. I'm not. Carson Palmer and him are Mike Vick had Mike Vick had a Mike Mike. That's funny you said Dolphin. Mike Vick is a certain uh it, it, Mike Vick's career. <laughs> Mike Vick's career. <laughs> you said it, not me. Mike Vick's career National treasure and Hampton needs him as a coach Mike Vick nothing but respect to you dog We would love to have you in the 757 Mike Vick's you career is anyway. similar to Cam Newton's Mike Vick play was I mean He went I, You can't I mean like Which one you gotta pick one who you picking Reggie Who you picking Reggie We we the realest podcast we ask some hard hitting questions You gotta pick one Cam Newton or Michael Vick Mike Vick's right first five years versus Cam Newton's first five years. It's the same. It's the same. I mean, I'm picking. I'm picking. The, you're picking a more dynamic player. You're picking. You're picking Mike Vick. But I mean, it's not far off. It's not far off. I mean, Mike Vick had Algie Crumpler and uh uh who who Roddy White Roddy White. Cam Newton had Steve Smith 
And uh, Greg Olson? Greg Olson. Greg Olson, very good player. That, but I'm, what I'm saying is they're, what I'm saying is they're very comparable. They're first, they both had really good first contract years. Them first four years when you trying to get that payday, then they got paid. Mike Vick went to prison. Cam Newton arm fell off. And then, and of course, then he was front running. He became a big baby. But that is okay. And that's also where I kind of split. Michael Vick was just a better leader. Was he's he better? He's a better everything. Than was he? He a shot birds to the media and told and told the fans, "Fuck you." Was he? Was he really a better leader? I I like a little bit of that now. I mean, well, Cam did the same thing then. Cam was like, "Yo, we don't like you dancing in the end zone." Okay, stop me. No, no, the, no. I didn't have an issue with Cam dancing in the end zone. I had an issue where every time that Cam started losing, he put a towel on his head and go. And he started pouting. Yeah, he started pouting. As a quarterback, can't do that. You can't do that as a QB. That's what I'm saying at Jackson State to, to bring it back at Jackson State for him to if he if this happens because we could be doing all this talking and he'd be like nah I was just down there visiting but if this happens he has to mature where, where else would he go he'd have to go to high school if this is the only other place that he'd have to go high school nobody in, nobody in their right mind would give him a job in college right now so why would Jackson State do it Pimpin is real. <laughs> What you mean? I, I'm glad. I'm glad you <laughs> talked yourself all the way to the end today. He said nobody in their right mind would do it. Cause pimping is real. But what I'm saying is, I didn't talk myself out of the point. Cam Newton. Cam Newton will have to be mature enough to hold that position because whether he, if he takes the job, he has something to prove. One hundred percent. And if he's trying to get into coaching, this is the only way. Other than high school, and you know them high school kids don't like you no way. They be disrespecting them at his own camp. You remember that? <laughs> I forgot about that. See, you took. Bow, 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 bow. Nah, 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 nah. But Cam does have a link to uh to HBCUs though. His dad went to HBCU. His brother played at Tennessee State. Played Cecil played at Tennessee State. Was starting center for three years. Uh, ended up going his to brother, the league his, as well. His little brother played at Howard. Didn't little brother played at Howard. Kalen. Played at Howard. Uh, so, I mean, he has a strong link to HBCUs. Uh, I mean, at the end of the day, he's a quarterback that went to the Super Bowl and won an MVP. I'm at least going to listen to him, see what he got to say. Can't hurt. I don't know why this chat isn't I showing up. I just feel up. like the, the majority of the things that, are, that he – that made him a great quarterback are not the things that you can impart on other players. What do you mean? I, I mean, I don't think he's the greatest decision maker. I think he was just he was just a really good athlete. I wow. I will go to my grave saying that I don't understand how Russell Wilson is a Hall of Famer and Cam Newton is not. Can you say the same thing about Mike Vick though? He wasn't a great decision maker. He was just a world class athlete. The classy of uh, even if I'm willing to say that because he's the classiest of athletes, he is the world. When, yeah, he went, why? He I mean, did. he just ran. I mean, Cam he, he ran a four two. Cam ran a four four. Cam six six. Mike Vick was five eleven six feet. They both threw the, now. Mike Vick threw the ball seventy five yards. Cam threw the ball seventy. Like, but just Mike Vick used to make that shit. Mike Vick was more dynamic. But Cam, I'm, I'm telling like I, like I, I, that's why I think people forget. 
When did JSU become part of the Black Head Coach Starter Pack? When Dion went there? That's I mean, that's pretty much what they're gonna look at themselves as, no, which is what they can the do. Stadium. It's the stadium. Where can you get the most eyes in HBCU football? Jackson Stadium. Uh right now. Uh yeah. Does anybody uh, else have a stadium that big? Uh no. No, 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 no. That, 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 and I think that everybody, and, and which is one of my biggest gripes is they act like Jackson State was just poverty and needed charity. They're third in the conference before Dion showed, well, before he who shall not be named showed up. Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, it's, it's tricky. Why is this not showing up is the question. Let's just refresh the chat. How about that? It's tricky. But with that being said, uh, as I really wanted to talk about this and just bring highlight, especially to Ed Reed uh, getting his chance at Bethune-Cookman. If we can have uh, one of our friends, uh, AJ, said he hopes that this becomes a springboard for Ed Reed to go to black, uh, to go to a PWI school. If Ed Reed is up front and forth right and just says i i you know we're gonna be mutually beneficial there's nothing you can say cool that's what we gonna do because i still don't have a problem with that either yeah i don't have a problem with that either and and in the whole conversation i think that's what's more that's one of the more frustrating parts is it made hbcu seem like we were delusional about Dion staying there forever now, what AJ said, I don't necessarily want to speak that into existence. I want Ed Reed to do whatever Ed Reed wants to do as a coach, and I hope that Bethune-Cookman allows him to do that. If he wants to be the guy who stays at Bethune-Cookman for 30 years and becomes a legendary coach for them, then do that. If he wants to take this opportunity and stay four or five years, cement his legacy, and then move on, you know, Hey, Miami, you you got to be looking at yourself. Uh, I, I mean, at the end of the day, uh, this would be a great move for Ed because Miami, again, is in. Um, they're kind of they're they're in flux. They fired uh, Mariana. No, that's that's the closer. They fired the coach. They fired the coach and hired Mario Cristobal from Oregon. Lured him away from Oregon because he's a, a Hurricane alum. He brought Ed Reed on staff. If Ed Reed goes and does really well at Bethune Cookman, you ha- he, and they offered him the job at Miami, he has to go. You have to go to Miami. You have to. That's your alma mater. You have a statue. I think he has a statue there or, or like a shrine at Miami. His jersey's retired. He's regarded as one of the top five Miami Hurricanes of all time, which is difficult to do. Um, you got to do it. Ain't no joke either. But you have to, what you have to do, and what you have to say is, you have to be able to build the pipeline, build the pipeline, and bring the black coaches. Don't gut us like he who shall not be named did, but build the pipeline of black coaches. Build the pipeline uh, for players, and just be transparent. Don't 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 sell us. You don't need to sell us. We were sold. That was a yeah, word. We, no, we're not sold. We believe in you. There's no need for a buy. That is the reason we have you guys is we want to cut down on the buy and sell. 
We want to be able to, for our athletes to go to a school and not be taken advantage of and discarded like many PWIs will do. That was the overarching big, big issue with the guy before. Is it's not that what you did is that you told us you would not mislead us. You would not abuse our trust. And then you immediately did that. And yeah, just don't sell us a dream. Yeah, you made it harder for Ed. You're gonna make it harder for anybody else that wants to come back. Now, I mean, he did lay a blueprint that other people are starting to follow with the whole social media, getting sponsors, getting money. All these HBCUs are doing it. Um, but and we're not gonna keep talking about you anyway. Great, but uh, you know, we're not gonna step on the lead. Ed Reed, stand up guy getting his shot as a head coach and helping the culture as well. With that being said, hey, folks, we're going to fix a drink. Again, I told y'all, I'm off all week, so I'm not. I I decided that I might as well go ahead and have a drink because I'm not going to really be able to do it after this uh, once work start back. Uh, so... <laughs> boy enjoying the holiday okay, okay. yeah holiday grandma then had grandma gave me the giant pot of mom and grandma gave me the giant pot of gumbo we're gonna put it in some bags to freeze it i'm hating yeah you should um got peach cobbler awesome. cheesecake just paid sean murphy six years 73 million bravos who who's i know somebody Newly acquired Oakland Athletics catcher. Oh well, yeah. You we let William Contreras go. Six years, how much? Seventy three. Oh, that's not bad. I thought you said one seventy three. I don't like now. If I'm Acuna and Albies, I'm out of there. <laughs> you need to trade me right now. <laughs> Check please. Check please. <laughs> I'm gonna stay in Venezuela. That's where I'm about to stay. Venezuela is where I'm going to stay. <laughs> Hell no. I'm like, damn boy. <laughs> I be marching. I be marching. You be you be mad at me. Everybody in the world be mad at me. You get paid seventy million dollars and you marching in front of Bray Stadium. You damn right. They paying this person over here one seventy three. <laughs> okay. Woo. I'd be like the Braves about to implode. Somehow Ronald Acuna is not our highest paid player, and that just did not sit right. And he's probably gonna leave after his contract is up. He'll be in. The, he'll be twenty eight, twenty seven, twenty eight. When his contract's up, that, that sounds like 400 mil to me. <laughs> Bring a bag. And you got Albies right day. Right day. Got to maximize what you got. But look, y'all, we'll be right back in, in about one or two minutes. Uh, basketball segment coming up. You know, we got to talk about the Hawks. We lost. Oops. Uh, we got Hoops. Going to talk about these Christmas Day games. Warriors Grizz. Uh, old man took the young man to the, to the woodshed. Uh, Suns, Nuggets, Lakers, Mavs, and Wally Zerbiak is speaking as if he is uh, uh, a Hall of Famer. And that boy is a T-shirt All-American. Like, there is no way possible that he should be talking about some of these players in today's game. And No, it's one player. It's one player, and you have no business. Yeah. Wally, he's better than you, and he's going to be better. <laughs> right now, he's better than you. Just what like what did Travis Hunter say to uh to the Florida State DB? Florida State DB said, uh, we don't need no Travis Hunter down here. They got me. <laughs> and when he signed with Florida State, 
Uh, Travis Hunter responded and said, man, they would take me over you right now. If I said I wanted to come to Florida State, they would give me your scholarship. <laughs> hey, hey, take his helmet. Him. Him. Get his helmet. Get his shoulder pads. I want his. And they would have been like, sir. <laughs> Have you heard of FAMU? <laughs> Have you heard of FAMU? Have you gone across the tracks? To the to no, fam no, no, no. you. Have you, have you have you heard of fuck you? That's <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. We'll be back in two minutes, man. Y'all stay safe. About to turn on Splashcast twelve pack. Yes, yes, ladies and gentlemen, we are back with our final segment of episode 83 of the Splash Cast, the Around the League edition. Monday Night Raw continued uh, on Tuesday. Uh, got a few things we're going to talk about today, man. Did you watch any of those Christmas Day games? Absolutely. This is my first adult holiday where I think I was here by myself the whole time. No worries, I was not lonely. 36 year old man sometimes you just need rest and i was blessed with rest for the holiday mm-hmm, mm-hmm. oh beverages cheers my friend cheers beverages and if you got them drink them so before we get into this christmas day games let's talk about these hawks real quick i don't know what the issue is with health but the Hawks cannot stay healthy as a team at all it's not even load management sits it's like something is hurt all the time with the Hawks lower extremity hurt too ankle calf Trey just got hurt tonight ankle calf or DeAndre Hunter be like wrist elbow uh knee just something it's like it's aches and pains and it's always something we can't play it together when we play together with our 10-man rotation we're actually pretty good we just don't never play together i don't think they like playing with each other pause if needed (laughs) there's never there's very rarely where we look like we're having fun and playing basketball for 48 minutes um, don't matter how good you are if you don't enjoy playing basketball together. That's what it looks like. Uh, but oh, 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 oh! Before we get there, hey NBA, why y'all picking on Boosie? Boosie is the unofficial mascot of the Atlanta Hawks. Some don't like it, some do. It is what it is. Whether care. you feel whether you, you know feel we, some type of way about him, yeah, we at the Splashcast support Boosie. Well. We support Boosie going to the Hawks games. <laughs> we don't always support all his decisions. I but no, I don't support all your decisions. But hell, you my boy. Yeah, and what I'm saying is like, you know, Boosie shouldn't be out of out of all the people that talk to the players. Like, there's so many people that players get kicked out the game, be saying all this wild stuff. Boosie just be out there dapping everybody up. They give him a hug. Him and Two Chains are like really the unofficial mascots of the Falcons. All right, all our, I mean, of the Hawks. They are our hip-hop representatives on Gucci Row. Yeah. And they said, nah, we can't interact. We can no longer talk to NBA players at the Hawks games. Only Boosie. Nobody else. Only Boosie. Boosie does 
get an unreasonable amount of just in general policing. I don't know why that is. I mean, I do know. You know why. why. It's, he's not liked. <laughs> I, I, I wish people would leave him alone. And as a person who watches all of these games, these guys love Boosie. Yeah, I'm not, the, uh, it, it's funny to me. I mean, he he's he makes watching the game even better. Like, I mean, no shade. I'm not Greek, but him wearing that Kappa shirt was hilarious. To the Hawks oh, I game, that was fantastic. That <laughs> no, you did. <laughs> I know you did. But that was hilarious to me. <laughs> that was hilarious. Like, he just and at this point, he's he's at a point in his life where he don't even be talking about all that foolishness he's doing Baton Rouge now. He's be out there with his kids. He'd be at Walmart. Like with his kids. <laughs> like chilling. And and that for me, we already don't have the most, you know, full fledged fandom. I guess that's the nicest way to say it. Atlanta's a transient city. You got a whole bunch of people that move here. In basketball, you definitely ain't got to be a... They're more fans of players. And and the Hawks, Jesus, you got to think about where they rank in the status of of Georgia teams. It's maybe fourth. Nah, I'd say it's third. It depends on how good they are. Fair weather. Fair weather. you're, you're You're not accounting for... One team, UGA is the lead team in Georgia. Let's make that I am, very that's number one. I am accounting for them. That is number one. Yes, Braves number two. One B. No. One A. One B. One One A. One B. I think Braves. I think the Braves. Okay. Because they they the Braves no, literally have all of the Southeast, like all of the Southeast. So, but yeah, I I, I see what you're saying. They, they, yeah. They're the top two by far. It's not even close. Yeah. <laughs> and then probably the Falcons. And then probably the Hawks. And then. Georgia Southern. United, probably right. No, no, no. Then the United, winning United is not far off from the Atlanta Hawks. I don't know, man. I think Georgia, Georgia Southern. Georgia Tech is like career. Georgia Southern had a lot of. Especially when Paul Johnson was there. And shortly after, they had a lot of following. Hmm? Because every, because I mean, everybody knows a bunch of people went to Georgia Southern. Everybody who you went to high school with, at least three or four of them people went to Georgia Southern. And, and they won a na- and they won Southern. a national cha- and if we're our age, they won a national championship. And Dang. they used to be kicking it. And, and and sidebar, if you lived in Georgia during that time period, I don't care what you say. I saw it with my own two eyes. Ain't no difference between Statesboro High School and Georgia Southern football. I don't care what you say. <laughs> They get same the old jersey, uniforms. Same, same players. Same color. Aren't they the Eagles? Statesboro High School oh, Eagles? <laughs> what you mean? <laughs> and they used to be like, we running right. And I have to go over there and try to tackle a dude that looked like a refrigerator when I got over there. <laughs> See, that's the disadvantage you had of playing at a smaller school where you play wide receiver and defensive end. Like, that ain't happened at our school. You played, like, DB and defensive end or linebacker and running back or safety and running back. Like, well, I was never playing it, running back because that is not fun. <laughs> and not in the two thousands, did I? I'm black and I played quarterback for about two weeks, and then I figured out the baseball players get that job. So me and my best friend left. <laughs> he went to running back, 
and I went to wide receiver. <laughs> no, we had a bunch. There's a bunch of athletes, just freakish athletes. Uh, but but anyway, we used to play teams like y'all and beat y'all because y'all have no organization. Now, I ain't gonna say y'all specifically. Say you ain't beat we us. Beat Butler <laughs> High School. When Don't know had, who Butler is. Uh, Ben Don't. Troop and Isaac West, and they had one more guy. They were all good, and and we should not have. No way. Only thing we should have beat them in is SAT score. <laughs> now nah, every team we lost to, we should have lost to. Now like, we lost to. Every person that every team that we lost to had like an NFL player on their team. Like at least two. Every single time. We'd be like, damn, you play True County? Yeah, we played the the syrup makers. Came out there that hey, these four players are going to S E Cairo County syrup makers. Hey, they I was like the syrup makers, they soft. I was like, man, they D B was six four two twenty five. K row. If you say Cairo, Georgia they gonna know you not from around there, my big yeah, dog. Yeah, you gonna have a you have a bullet. You gonna have a, a bullseye he, on your chest. He said, he said, Cairo. <laughs> no, this Cairo. That's like if you say Houston, Georgia. You say Houston. Oh, oh. oh yeah. Make a make a right down here. Make a right over here. Damn. <laughs> Houston. If you well, ever you see, if you see Houston, Houston, Georgia, Houston County. My mama fixed me real quick. I said, "Mom, that's <laughs> Houston, son. That is Houston. You better say it right." Now, now you right, Sneaky. In high school, we did play. I mean, we played Kendrick Ghoston and J.R. Lemon at Sandy Creek. And Kendrick Ghoston was the only player I've ever seen play nose tackle, running back, fullback, safety, and linebacker. That's the only time I've ever seen that ever in my life. Uh, we play what? Nose tackle, defensive end, fullback, running back, safety, and linebacker. Oh, I and tight end. Jasper and Casper Brinkley could have probably did that. They played at Thompson. Oh, yeah. They were not fun to play against. No, and then <laughs> first of all, they were on kickoff. Let me go ahead and take Boosie off. We're full reminiscing right now. <laughs> so they had your real speed demons in the back, right? You're like, okay, definitely don't kick to those guys. So you kick to the dudes who look like linebackers or linemen. That was a terrible idea. You know who was <laughs> not fun to play against? And he wasn't even like he was he was two years younger than us. Eric Berry. Eric Berry used to hit people so hard. He hit Pac-Man so hard one time as a freshman. He hit Pac-Man so hard. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Eric Berry, uh, Creekside. He hit Pac-Man so hard, dog. He played so well at Creekside of Tennessee that they gave his twin brothers scholarships off the strength of their name. <laughs> oh, that's where, I, that's where I lost my only high school playoff game. At the swamp. Walking, walk, walking down them steps. <laughs> and well, the boys just sit and, and, and they Russ, sitting there on the hill waiting on you to come here. Yo, Russ might be on the on the stream tonight. Man, they kicked that ball to Russ. Russ took off. I don't know if he scored on that opening kickoff or he just got maybe 70, 80 yards. We thought we was gonna whoop their ass. That was the end of the game for us. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was, I was like, oh, we finna whoop their ass. And then mm-hmm. they had White dude out there with a grill and a Versace shirt on. Like, yeah, Big Jason. Big Jason was out there with the grill. You know, he's you know, you know, he married. Well, you know, he married black woman. Like he was a middle linebacker too. Big old number three. I know exactly who you' talking about. And, and nope, it was my teammates had never seen a guy like that before. 
Uh, <laughs> out there in the middle of the woods with Bubba Sparks whooping your ass, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Destroying you. Oh man, let's get back on let's get back on track because we ribbit this and that is true. Creekside. I don't care what y'all say. This is the reason we do this. Creekside. I, I remember we beat them. I was so happy to beat we beat them on homecoming. But back to the Hawks, man. So there has a been you said that they don't to Augusta for us. <laughs> on them hard ass seats. Out of school, niggas crying because they can't play no more. Two hours back, ain't nothing like getting your ass whooped. Get you a couple McDonald's hamburgers, get on their bus, ride back, cold and hurt. And they band turning up on y'all and everything. But back to the Hawks, man. You said that they don't like playing with each other. They said that. So there's been. Kevin O'Connor says that there is that Trey Young has no willingness to excel off the ball. Uh, there have been multiple reports saying that Trey Young has complained about teammates, had a tiff with Nate, all of this off the court stuff. Well, I guess Rayford, uh, the second or the junior, uh, had a problem and got sick of all this and said, This is what sucks about pro ball these days. Although I like Kevin's stuff, now there'll be articles on Trey like this. Just because rival execs believe something, Trey doesn't talk to other teams. He's busy trying to win in Atlanta. Will this ever end? I actually do. I get what he's saying. Like y'all are y'all are out here making articles saying about speculation. Like you're saying rival execs believe that I'm gonna leave, right? Because you see frustration and you see all this stuff this year but i never said that i never did anything like that i'm just trying to win so i see what his dad is saying but with that being said where there is smoke there is fire and there's been a lot of smoke this year there i actually i read the article written by chris haynes i didn't listen to chris haynes explain and clarify this article he said, because they just had the G League meetings or whatever they had, it's like a showcase in Vegas. They had it like two or three weeks ago. That is the last time that all of those players will be together. This is the, the last time that you will have basically all of the leadership for these different teams together. I think because if if I'm if I'm incorrect here, please correct me. But All-Star is after the trade deadline. So this will be the last time that all of these different people will be together. So during the time that all of these executives, front office people were together, he talked to all of them. And they told him that out of all the people who could ask out, the people who he talked to said that it would probably be Trey Young will be the next guy up. He's very clear about exactly what he said. He wrote it the same way. Then he had a Twitter space, whatever you want to call those things, and explained it in detail. Yeah. I just uh, if, if I hate Hold what? on one more thing. And I hate to say it, you got a supermax for this reason. When you get the money, you get the questions. You didn't want the questions, don't take the money. Eh. It's the same thing with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown before they started winning last year. Man. It's the same Damn. exact thing. 
Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Yeah, they were close to getting blown up. Did you see the uh the the trade offer that they they um uh offered the Jazz? What was it for Lo- it was John Collins, Jalen Johnson for Lori Markinen and Jared Vanderbilt, and the They're Jazz were like, no, the Jazz were cool with it if the fi- if the Hawks had thrown in a first round pick. And I was like, mm, I, I, we don't have any. We... Read, they're not moving Lori. And now I don't know how long I ago don't. that that proposal was given. I, I yeah, I from everything that I've read because I've been very into the Lori marketing resurgence, whatever you want to call it. They're not moving him. And I, I will also assume that as good as Walker Kessler plays, they're not moving him either. Walker Kessler, he he, he he can touch the rim without jumping. He has stepped into the Rudy Gobert role and is doing it with flying colors. Well, let me tell you one thing, Atlanta Hawks. If you trade John Collins to the Utah Jazz with Walker Kessler and Lori Martin, you will regret that. I don't think. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. The trade proposal that the only trade proposal that I saw to the Jazz involved Lori Marketing. And and I saw one with just Jerry Vanderbilt. I mean, if you're if you're dead set on trading John Collins, I, I don't know if you get somebody willing to come to Atlanta that could fit Atlanta better than Jerry Vanderbilt. I mean, he plays no, defense. Jerry Vanderbilt, Jerry Vanderbilt went to the Suns. We got Crowder and a guy. And I do did. not want Crowder. I do not want Crowder. I don't want a six foot five power forward. We already got a six foot eight backup center. <laughs> if you're gonna put him, if you're not gonna play him like you played John Collins tonight, then you might as well get Crowder. Stick him in the corner and sh- let him be a dead eye. I'm, I mean, I don't like it because I think you're losing out on a very good asset, and you're the cornerstone and the guy who has the best attitude on the team. But if you're gonna continue to play stupid man basketball, then yeah. Double down on stupid man basketball, stick him in the corner, and let him shoot them threes. He's going to be a better corner three point shooter than John Collins. Maybe this year. I mean, they they're comparable. John shot forty percent for three for the last three two three years. Yeah, but I think that he's going to shoot a higher volume and still shoot around the same thing. Whereas John was probably shooting three, I bet you could probably get him to shoot six. But all the rest of it, the rebounds, the backside rim protection, toast. You know what's crazy? Real defense in. You know what's frustrating with John? They they had to use him tonight against the Pacers. So the Hawks lost to the Pacers. Um, we didn't have Clint Capella. We didn't have DeAndre Hunter. We basically did not have a front court. But John Collins, Jalen Johnson, and Yeko Kungwu. Um, oh, Kungwu is still a backup center. But he didn't play bad at as all. Far, John Collins had 26 points, 10 rebounds. As far as we consider, Kung Wu is a lifetime backup center. John Collins had 26 points, 10 rebounds, and a block. While going 3 for 6 from 3 and 11 from 17 from the field. We just didn't have any production from the bench. And if you want me to be honest, I don't know what's going on with DeJounte Murray. 
But even when DeJounte Murray would have bad games and have a bad stretch at the beginning of the season, he still controlled the game. Largely tonight, DeJounte was like, uh, he was a ghost out there. It's something in that locker. It, I'm telling you, it's a bunch of weird stuff going on. Travis just stepped down. They just, uh, you know, they didn't really lift uh, Landry Fields to the president of basketball operations, but he's the top of basketball right now on the court stuff. And something there ain't sitting right with everybody. And you can see it in the players. Nobody looks at, I, I say all the time, look at how the Grizzlies stick together. They love to play for jaw. They like, they like to play for each other. Hawks just be out there shooting. <laughs> the only time we excited is where AJ Griffin hits a game winner. Yep. So, I mean, we're 17 and 17 right now. We are the number seven seed, eight seed, because we just lost to Indian, to the Pacers. And now we play Brooklyn at home, the Lakers at home, Golden Mm. State on the road, Sacramento on the road, the Lakers on the road, the Clippers on the road. We can beat them. So, like, we're basically on the road for the majority of December. I mean, the majority of January. This is, I think this is honestly good. You're going to figure out who this team is in the next, I'd say, two weeks. I don't think it's good. I think somebody's going to somebody's gonna get relieved of duties. I don't know. They've already did Travis Schlink. Either it's gonna, they're going to trade John Collins uh, or they're going to fire Nate or something. Somebody's going to get moved. I don't think that they – I think that John Collins has to be the guy because you can't they, they already Nate. committed. Because if you fire Nate – they they said they weren't gonna fire Nate already number one, and if you fire Nate, it does look like Trey owns this team, and you don't have control of this. Team. Boy, we got a hell of a schedule in January. Jesus, we've lost to all of these teams, <laughs> but a lot of those teams are hurt. Golden State injured. Uh, Lakers no AD. January January we play Portland Clippers OKC. Chicago, New York Knicks, Dallas Mavericks, Charlotte Hornets, Heat, Raptors, Pacers, Lakers, Clippers, Kings, Warriors, Nets. I Lakers. don't ever, I don't ever think that for the most part, other than at some point we have to talk about the Nets, the ability to just say we're good now and actually be good. You have to give Kevin Durant a ton of credit, and I was the same person who said he shouldn't have let. James Harden get run off by Kyrie, and I still agree with that. But boy, when he said we're done being bad, and now we're a good basketball team, they're a good basketball team now. Period. Yeah, they are. Oklahoma State and Wisconsin, that game's on. Ain't bad. Uh, They are a good team, man. So, we needed to win this game against the Pacers. We have to beat the Lakers. I'm going to go ahead and say the Nets. I think we rested these players today to play the Nets. Uh, Which I don't understand to me. The Nets and the Lakers. I would have preferred to rest them against the Nets and then play the Lakers. Uh, But hopefully this John Collins, this game got John Collins off the schneid. Uh, Because, I mean, Trey actually had a decent game too. Um, I mean, not shooting-wise. He was only 5 of 15, but he had 22 and 10. But think about how many possessions that is. That's a lot of possessions. How many free throws did he shoot? 
Ten. Okay, so he shot ten free throws, and he went five of sixteen. So really, um, that's five more possessions. Mm-hmm. So if you add five to his sixteen, that's twenty-one possessions he made five bucks. That's twenty-one shots, and he had twenty-two points. I will say, with what I saw tonight. And what I've noticed is when we don't have Capella, it was free run to the bucket. We don't have, I mean, Okungu is good for what he is, but he, he still has, he has to learn, him and John have to learn how to not foul. They both, John fouled out again. You have to know how to not hack, and you have to be able to keep the ball high when they give you the, when they feed you the post. Um, But even with the free run, the rebounding was just awful. And Capella is like, well, y'all got to, y'all got to keep me. You can't trade me. <laughs> well, I mean, Collins got his ten. You can't really ask for him to get any more. And Akungu got seven, and Jalen got seven. But the rest of you guys got to rebound better. Trade. The whole reason we got Dejounte was, uh, you remember when we when they were told when, when they told us, well, Dejounte's there, so you know we'll be able to alleviate. Trey's time handling the ball because he was running out of gas. Now he'd better be able to play better defense. Is Trey's defense any better than any other season? I had an effort. I think the biggest thing with his defense, besides that he could control, was effort. And I think his effort is there. I mean, we're not a bad defensive team. We just can't. St- Again, we can't. St- for some reason, over the past three years, outside of the bubble year when we went to the Eastern Conference Finals, we can't stay healthy. I'm sorry, not the bubble year. It was the year after that. We can't stay yeah, healthy. Saying, was, nah, the Hawks have. I don't. I. I don't have the exact numbers, but I wouldn't be surprised if they only stayed healthy less than fifty percent of the time. I don't. We, we. It was thirty-three games in before we got the guys who we paid for to, to see them all at the same time. We've been. We've been hurt for seasons. And I just, I just, I just, it's so frustrating. And I mean, that's part of the game, right? Durability is part of the game. Durability is part of the game. So our past three games, we beat the Magic. Uh, Trey Young feasts on the Magic every time. No matter how many 11-foot players you got, your guards still are trashed when it came to guarding Trey Young. Um, Well, it's, it's the fact that they play, they really don't play a small, especially with uh, Cole Anthony being hurt. Cole Anthony played. They, they bring Cole Anthony. They bring Cole, Suggs is hurt. They bring Cole Anthony off the bench. They started Fultz. Yeah. So they, yeah. So Fultz is is their only really guy who should be in the backcourt at all. Everybody else is really a frontcourt player, just masquerading as a backcourt player. And as good as those guys are individually, you just can't keep up with the last fast trade. Just can't. He he be going right on right. He go right around him every time. The lateral movement. I don't care what type of defender you are. When he goes right and then goes left, your leg has not hit the ground yet. Gone. And so Trey was cooking. That that is, if he ever decided to become pass first, he is the NBA MVP. Every year, he's Steve Nash on steroids. Like, and the thing about the the thing about the Hawks, right? When Trey goes off like this, the Hawks don't ever play a full four quarters of defense. 
But we played the second and fourth quarter defense this game, and Trey was going off, and we played defense. And, of course, A.J. is out there trying to score um, A.J. Griffin. Wow, I didn't see that happen. Okay, Oklahoma State just had an 84-yard touchdown off a bubble screen. Who are they playing? Uh, But we played defense really well. I mean, even this Patriots game, we lost by 15. We really lost because we weren't hitting shots. We actually held them up. And then, you know, they just went on. Buddy Hield had the, the game of the first quarter of the half for him. You can't let – you can't – you – you can't let Buddy outplay you like that. Number one. And this is another game where I think Trey had eight assists in the first half, ended up with ten. Well, yeah. Uh I mean no I mean no well, so all of his assists were going to John Collins. And then John Collins got in foul trouble. So once John Collins got in foul trouble, nobody else was making shots. Bogey was yeah, getting texts and all of that. That was it. So uh we also played the Bulls. We lost to the Bulls. Again, rebounding. Stop playing and stop playing them holiday, especially Big Holiday. Big Holiday needs to go on a long holiday. Send him home, bro. Yeah, I would play Culver over Big Holiday, honestly, because Culver's better defensively. And Culver didn't get a minute tonight. He not even out there. He might not even dressed. So then that brings up that brings up the monkey in the room, the elephant in the room. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> at, at what point do you look at Nate and say, "Okay, Nate, what what are you trying to accomplish with these some of these rotations?" Because uh, I mean, because it looks it's it obvious. Right, right now. It's obvious that Nate plays favorites, right? Like he's playing favorites to the Holiday brothers. He trusts Aaron Holiday. I can see it. Aaron Holiday has to me proven that he can. He deserves to be in the rotation just because he's the only one that plays defense ninety four feet. The whole time he's in the game, he'll never be a half court, which is odd to me. Like, how do you decide that we're, you're gonna play a different defense than we've been playing? Did everybody else plays? Well, that tells me that's that's that, that's why they signed him. But you have AJ Griffin who's shooting forty something percent. Just, hey, you follow him wherever he goes. That's your <laughs> yeah, job. that's like an Alvarado type player. Don't worry about the play, son. You got him. Now, the only thing with Aaron Holiday is he gets beside himself and be, he be like, all right, I done played defense for 30 minutes. I'm going to take a shot. But it'd be like the most inopportune time. But, like, you have A.J. Griffin, right? You have Bogey off the bench. You have Aaron Holiday who can hit an open jump shot. I really don't see the point of playing Justin Holiday. I would much rather play Jared Culver or – or anybody else that is just gets in the way. Like Culver plays defense. Culver rebounds the ball well. He he's not the best shooter, but he's the one of the few players on the Hawks that actually pump fakes and goes to the rim and gets fouled. Like, <laughs> like Dear Hawks players. Dear Hawks players. The pump fake, you guys have it. You guys shoot so many different shots that any time that you pump fake. They going for it. They don't never not go for it. Me and Reggie, every time we see, oh, pump fake worked. Every time. There's never a time where you like they be like, oh no, you got me. No, every time you pump fake, they fly over. Trey hit him with one today. Step to the side, shot the three, made it. If I'm yep. Nate, I'm making everybody pump fake. 
Period. So we spent a long time on the Hawks, but the Hawks, uh, they got some soul searching to do. We'll find, like you said, we'll find out who this team is. They're playing Wisconsin. We'll find out who this team is. Uh, oh, you about to run that back. Yep. You ain't going to catch him out of there. Oh, uh, the Hawks, we're going to find out who this Hawks, Hawks team is in the next two weeks. By the end of February, by the end of January, I expect either we on a really long winning streak. Uh, we've made we've made headway going from seventh place to like fifth, fourth, or third. Or John Collins is traded by the end of January. All that those are the opposite ends of the spectrum to me, and I don't expect for us to I, be in the middle. I surprisingly, I think that this is this might not have been the best move for John Collins. You right? <laughs> Yeah, just took a shot. Oh, uh, there was dismay written all over your face. Uh, but I, I think tonight John Collins showed that, hey, if you give him a re- a fair amount of shots, you give him 16 shots, I think this is what you will get from John Collins on a regular night. And this we'll see. Is, but we'll how, see. Many, how many nights does he get 16 shots? None. They run plays for Capella more than John Collins. Uh, is, and they let Jalen bring issue. the ball up. Yeah, Jalen bring the ball up. Uh, yes, Jalen definitely needs to bring the ball up. All right, let's get to the rest of the league so we can get out of here. Christmas Day started off with a tweet from Russell from Patrick Beverly. Funny how life works. Just finished Christmas Eve dinner with Russell Westbrook. Everyone knows families fight during the holidays. Just hope it didn't turn into this. Patrick Beverly and Russell Westbrook have come a long way. I mean, they've always maintained that it's just on the court beef. They've never said that it was off the court beef. Now, well, I'll say Patrick Beverly has never said it's off the court beef. Russell Westbrook has never said anything. <laughs> yes, he did. He said, Pat Beverly, trick y'all, man. <laughs> <laughs> Pat Beverly, trick y'all. So, <laughs> I, and no, let's be very honest. This was beef. Pat Beverly went at Westbrook. Tore, made him towards meniscus. Yeah, and, and that is what it is. I can understand both parties. Patrick Beverly is a guy who is not the most skilled basketball player. We still haven't really found out what he does very well, but he finds a way to be on a team, and the majority of the teams he plays for, they at least play tough the whole game. And I respect that. He's invested a million of his own dollars just to keep himself in the league. And for a guy who's not really good at anything, he's made a hell of a basketball career. Yeah. And I assume Dev, yeah. And will probably be an excellent coach someday if he wants to do it because he's a guy uh, who didn't Maybe on the staff. Maybe on the staff. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if he got the temperament to be a coach. Whatever it is, he knows how to keep, stay in the NBA. He can't shoot. He ain't the best dribbler. He ain't a great rebounder. He's not a great passer. He's a good defender, he though. For, he, uh, he, mm, he was good defensively for a couple years. But overall, there's not his thing is hard work and enthusiasm. Yep. And for me, it's frustrating because they report on this type of stuff. It's two black guys fighting it out, going at it, beef, yada, yada, yada. It's all just smoke. 
when you have these two black men who are together on a holiday who've been through a lot against each other and have mended this fence, it's been an excellent thing to talk about. But did anybody take the time to do that? Hell no. You see ESPN write anything about that? Nope. So I got social media. That's why we're here. Realest podcast in the world. We highlight when black but men. It, but that is immensely things. frustrating to me that you, you will report all of the trash. You will report all of the mess. But at the point where people start doing anything positive, you disappear. Same thing with Kyrie. Bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. They still ain't talking about Kyrie. Hey, you know how football is a game of inches? Pause. I'm watching this Oklahoma State versus. I'm watching this. I said football is a game of inches. I'm watching. I'm watching Oklahoma State versus Wisconsin. The Wisconsin received the kickoff, and Buddy got tackled at the 50 yard line as he was running it back by a shoestring. Otherwise, if he would have kept his balance, it would have been a touchdown. Three plays later, they punt. <laughs> 84 yards later, Oklahoma State is up 7 3. <laughs> but let's get you fast. Let's get to let's get to the rest of this basketball segment, man. Uh it was it was <laughs> caught the the game of the day obviously was Warriors Grizzlies. Uh this is a budding rivalry. Uh as you can see, the Warriors won the game with no Steph, no Wiggins. Buddy? This thing yeah, is by full cook, baby. They do not like each other. Well, well, see, that's different. Go ahead. There's a healthy game disrespect, but Ja and Draymond like each other. I think they've done a a holiday together, too. That's the Um, only two, because Clay and Dylan Brooks do not like each other. I love Clay, because Clay don't like anybody. He just don't talk a whole lot. No, he talks a lot until you kiss him off. But this was the, this was the Grizzlies going off before the game, and this is why I say budding rivalry and not crockpot cooking. You got to win for it to be a rivalry. That's that's from the yeah, old ball coach. Him, that very clear. That is from the old ball coach himself when he was talking about UGA. Like, hey, y'all said this a rivalry. We ain't lost. Like, that's what he used to say all the time. <laughs> he won like twenty six out of twenty nine or yo, fifteen out of eighteen. Steven, yo. Steven is the consummate asshole. You, you got to beat me before you would talk to me directly. You know that, right? And that is how Clay is feeling. And Dylan Brooks says, you know, I can't wait to guard Clay. John Moran has sent subliminals before the game saying, I don't have nobody to fear in the West. I only fear, the only team that's competitive against me is going to be uh, the Boston Celtics in the East. He said, I'm good in the West. Mind you, they're not even number one. Like, and of course, now they didn't have Desmond right. Bain. But bro, you got you better talk to Giannis before you get. <laughs> you better talk no, to everybody you... else in the West. John, ja, <laughs> you my boy, and you on my. I just started a new dynasty. You on my Hawks dynasty. You are not Giannis. No Steph, no Wiggins. They win one twenty three one oh nine. The Warriors are Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde. They can play out of this world. It in Golden State, but they lose, lose, lose on the road and. Dylan Brooks, you I, you poked the bear. And I think that they probably lose this game to probably everybody else, but not the Grizzlies. And, and I like uh, Clay because uh, Clay, Clay is only response-driven. You don't Clay remembers. Clay. He like me. I like Clay because you remember everything that people say. And you respond. Yeah. He responded to stuff from 
13 months ago. <laughs> he takes everything personally and just says, I'm going to fix you. And once we're done here, I will let you know what you did to light this fire. But you can't talk to me. And, and Clay's a Hall of Famer. Clay is top five shooter of all time. And he's got, and the he's, thing is with Golden State, they've got the type of game and offense that you really can't do nothing about it. Like, if they get hot and they, because this was a good game. It was a good game until they just, Jordan Poole got hot, Clay got hot, Moses Moody started hitting, Kaminga started dunking on people, and Draymond was being a menace. And there was nothing you could do. Nothing you could do about it. When Clay got hot, he hit that shot over Dylan Brooks. I was like, oh, well. It's 13-point lead. Y'all saying, oh, it's still a game. I'm saying, this game is over. When this happened right here, I, when this happened, I was like, going to be a good game. When this happened, when they said, this is how it ends, and he hit that three and did this walking down the court, I was like, oh, <laughs> y'all go ahead and kiss that the, goodbye. It, it is the classic Trey Young. You did not need to mess with these people. And you piss somebody off, and now you're going to get the best game out of them. And I hate to say, Grizzlies, you're going to get the best Warriors game every time you play them, even now and forevermore. So you might as well get used to it. Now, Probably. a sidebar, while we're looking at, uh, like I told you, the Moran family, Draymond, they clearly are very, super cool. It's just smoke on the court. Number one, I love this. Number two, I do think this is Draymond's last year in Golden State. The more that I see it, it looks like this is the end. Yeah, they, they're definitely uh, adding in Kaminga more and more and putting him in that Draymond role. He's just a more athletic Draymond. Now, what they do with Wiseman, I don't know. Um, Wiseman, Wiseman is, is flirting with bust. Now, the part that Draymond has, which may be his only saving grace, is he does. Kaminga will never have the Draymond intangible. And you can see that he he has nights where he's really good. He looks like a, a a good basketball player, but Draymond, very similar to Patrick Beverly, is built on intangibles. These are not things that you can transfer. These are not things that you can learn. Either you got it when you go, when you wake up in the morning, or you don't. And Kamingo, great bat. Oh, I'm not saying great basketball player. Excellent prospect coming up. Draymond is just a guy who knows how to play NBA basketball at a high level. Skilled, I think the, yes, he's a he, he's a good facilitator, good defender, but Kaminga is just way more way more of all of that. But he don't have the killer that Draymond does. I think the Warriors are messing, are getting to the point where they you, they did the impossible for one year. They played for the future. They developed their players while keeping the veterans happy and won a championship. Most of the time, you can't do both. You can't develop young talent and appease the veterans and win a championship. It's, you can't do those. The, those don't normally mesh. They did and the same thing. Everybody's legs fall off at the same time you let the rookies play. Those things, happened. even when they came back, those things happened last year. But this year, I think you're starting to see, like, I, I, I like, I, I'm not going to say Wiseman is a bust because I think the Warriors kind of stunted his growth a little bit. I, I'll say I, I don't think he helped himself. But at some point, 
you got it by sending him down to the G League and back up. It's kind of the same thing you did the Hawks do with like Jalen Johnson and all that stuff. Like keep him up there and let him learn how to play against NBA style bodies. He's supposed to be the big man. Let him play. We lament the Hawks all the time for sending Jalen Johnson and all of those rookies down there and second year players down to the G League to play. And they averaging 30 and 20 and having all these stupid-ass G-League numbers because they don't deserve to be down there. James Wiseman do the same thing. He be getting 20 points, 24 rebounds, 5 blocks, 7 assists, do stupid stuff like that. Well, keep him up there and let him learn how to play against some of these other players. The thing is, when you start off so bad, when you are so horrible on the road, you don't have time to develop anymore. Everybody else has figured out their role. And they still trying to figure out the role for James Wiseman because they kept they didn't send Kaminga Moody down. Moody wasn't that great. No, uh, it's so, it's it's Wiseman. It's Wiseman. It's Wiseman. It's Wiseman. And I'm gonna say this, and I'm I'm not sure. I have to go back and do my Google searches and researches to be 100% sure. But I don't know. I'm not sure about the Warriors player development after Travis Schling left. I don't think they had to, they didn't have to have player development. They they they've had the same team since then. And and now they're developing players again and I want to say this I don't think they've hit on boy, any Josh, of those But T Morant got the whole carafe of liquor. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I think that's a I believe that to be a white wine. That's what it looked like to me. Got a whole um, carafe of white wine, okay? <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know who my son is right. <laughs> Are you gonna bring me, bring me a glass? <laughs> Bottle, please. Uh, but yeah, Moody. I don't think he hit on that pick. I think that he could be a decent basketball player. Did not hit on that pick. Uh. Kaminga? I think uh I think Moody's gonna be a really good rotational player. Not a starter though. I don't I don't see him being do you okay right now today, Moses Moody or AJ Griffin? I don't know. Oh, AJ Push. Griffin about a mile and a half. Push. AJ Griffin is an NBA player today. I think Moses Moody is too. Moses Moody can hit the three point shot and he plays defense. They have the same game. I think AJ Griffin gets more opportunity than Moses Moody. He is what? what? One, two, nah, three, four, Moses, well, five. He's fifth on shooting. Sixth, maybe. I mean, on the team that has the best, the two best shooters of all time. Like, I mean, and what do you think AJ Griffin is on shooting on our team? On our team, fourth. Well, maybe fifth. Trey, hmm. Bogey, Hunter, Dejounte, Dejounte. Hunter. That's four. And he's fifth. Collin. Nope. We don't know. John Collins have seven shots a game. <laughs> no, seven he, to ten. No. AJ no, Griffin be out there four or fifteen. <laughs> hey, hey, Griffin, I know what I'm gonna do. Seven or thirteen. Do. You be like, hey, <laughs> hey, hey, Nate. You think you gonna take me out? I'm gonna shoot 50 from three. You hold that. Huh. I know y'all don't think huh. I ain't doing that. Sneaky agrees with you though. Sneaky says, I mean, Griffin is good. Uh, Griffin, sneaky. I watch him make a ton of adult basketball plays. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you this: out of the top seven players on the Hawks, some of those guys he has a better, a, high, a higher basketball IQ. 
He is he is very high basketball IQ. He's coach's kid. He He's does kid. Yes. And I think I think that does help. Because you don't I've never seen him really make a bunch of stupid plays. And I'm talking about we got guys getting paid a ton of money. I've seen make way more consistent stupid plays than him. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. So, of course, the Warriors ended up beating the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies, it's funny how the Grizzlies were complaining about trash talk, that the Warriors were comp- the Warriors were talking too much trash and they muddied up the game. You you are the reason that they you trash talking. You started, you started it. Started That's it. like, hey, he punched me in the face after you kicked him in the back. Like, you know, I... No, see, that's triggering. Because that's how it was when I was the only black kid in elementary school and the little white boys fuck out, with me dog. and then I break their nose. Let it out, dog. We talk about it. <laughs> or whatever. And they be like, you need to go to therapy. No, I don't. He keep busting my lips. So I broke his yeah, nose. I, that ain't no problem. Yeah. I, I told you I was going to fix him and I fixed him. <laughs> uh, But let's get to the second game real quick. And we just going to start right here. So. Oh, uh, the Phoenix Suns played the Denver Nuggets, and it actually went to overtime. Nikolai Jokic had the game. Oh my God! And they called a charge. I think it was overturned though. Um, they ended up overturning this. He he destroyed Aaron Gordon, dunked on Landry Shamet ridiculously, and they called a charge. But Eric Gordon had jumped so far out that that it can't be a charge. Boy, you wasn't even stationary when I started jumping. Look at that. Look at that. You got to remember that he was an NBA dunk champion. <laughs> dunk contest champion. Well, this is a terrible idea. Why would you do this to yourself? Landry, you already not a sixer no more. Yeah. Oh. Lord, he dunked it. on him, Lord. Lord, he dunked on him, Lord. I can only imagine. Prayers to his thoughts and prayers to Landry Shaman's mentions. Um, to his personal text messages. I know all his friends probably text him like, dog, we're going to, we just, it's unbelievable. So before this game even started, um, it was released that the Suns have, are being sold for $4 billion. Robert Sarver bought the Suns in 2004, just 18 years ago, for $401 million. Did you see that missed interception by Wisconsin? I've seen the misinterception, the drop touchdown. Yes. That's the new coach. You see they got the new coach out there first game. They brought him in from Cincinnati. You know, normally they don't go out there after the before the season over. He out there first game. Um looking looking comfortable too. Yep. For me, this this is this is why we have a podcast. Nobody talks they'll talk about that it's valued at four billion. They don't tell you that they bought this thing for four hundred million. Now it's four hundred million with inflation. We should have, you know, we could look back and see what that really is. I probably assume this four hundred million at this point is probably close to probably like seven hundred fifty million in today's money. Still, and and let me be clear, Splash Cast. This is a ton of money. Seven hundred fifty million dollars is a ton of money for an NBA franchise. It's pennies. You tripping? Four billion dollars. Are oh, you talking about four hundred million dollars to buy the team? Yes. Pennies. Yes. One hundred percent pennies. And then he flipped yes. it for four billion dollars. Four yes. billion. B. And it, and it, now and you have to remember Robert Sarver is the guy who got caught doing everything. 
racism, sexism, misogyny. He's an <laughs> overall menace. He's Draymond, he's Draymond in the office. And Weinstein. they also said there's they said they're also oh, oh yes. <laughs> correct. Very correct. Uh they said yeah, so for they pay he, he got four billion for this. And this is very important, but also because we are the splashcast and we really talk about the deeper parts of sports, this and I don't I don't know if everybody's paying attention. This is driving up the value of the Washington football team commanders, commandos. And every time that one of these teams is bought and sold, those values continue to increase. They bought the Broncos for like seven million, didn't they? Seven billion or something like that? Four billion. Four billion. Four billion. Yeah, like four four or five billion, maybe six billion. I gotta go back and look. But Phoenix, not a great destination location, not the biggest market. Good team. You got Devin Booker. You do have some assets. It's a team that's, you know, definitely established, but in, but surely in flux. And this team sold for $4 billion. So across, you know, in, in the NFL, I think that this probably pushes the Washington Commanders value to somewhere between $6 to $7 billion. Dang. You be a misogynistic sexual deviant, and you come up by 4 to $7 billion. Yes, and then you help out your other misogynistic deviant friend and give him probably another two bills and they're gonna I think they're very close to forcing him out too I think they're very very oh, he's already he's already started the uh process of looking for somebody to sell the team to exactly because he knows I get my six billion I can get out dog. I, I let me it. ask you a question we back at this dump look at the coach I love it because he I had just got alone. kicked out the game right yeah, he got kicked mm-hmm. out the game, and, and he was watching no, 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 the game. This and, a, oh, this postseason, not his post game. Yeah, this is post game. That that's a good feeling when you when 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 your coach is literally bent over more when he's yep, I had to get out of there, evacuate <laughs> immediately. Your coach is showing an immense amount of enthusiasm for the play. And then it's your play, and you dunked on him to finish the game. It probably does not get better, and it's a Western Conference rival. You can't really ask for much more. Congratulations! Yeah, and as a guy who's been super hard on Aaron Gordon, he is playing great basketball. He's he seemed to find his spot here in Denver, and he's a monster. So who had the better dunk? Having like twenty points. Who had the better dunk, Aaron Gordon or Drummond? Drummond, Drummond jumped over somebody. <laughs> Drummond. Drummond is a is an offensive lineman. He's a freak athlete, quietly. Yes. And I wanted the Hawks to I wanted the Hawks to sign him so bad. Hey, <laughs> hey, Charlotte Hornets, y'all are stupid. And I'm gonna go ahead and say that because I'm fine with saying it. If you can't find the money to pay Andre Drummond or Mo Bamba, Mike Jordan, you need to get that damn team back. <laughs> It's, it's I know everybody plays, you know, oh, Norwood, another 2K trade here. I don't care what you're saying. If you're telling me that you have two centers on your team that are better than my center, I want the second one. <laughs> it's no way I'm going to let Andre Drummond sit on the bench for the Bulls when I need a center. The Bulls ended up winning this real. game, too. They need some defense. Steve Clifford just said, we don't play any defense. The Hawks watch them play no defense. 
And then you have a guy who's at least a solid rim protector. He's the greatest rebounder the Pistons have ever had. And they did have Dennis Rodman. And he does stuff like this. You need to find a way to get him on your team. But, Mike Jordan, this is just a long laundry list of mistakes that you've made with your organization. Yep, yep, yep. All right, and finally. <laughs> nope, no, 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 no. We got to go to the car first because I, I have to explain to you. As I was put into the list, this is the first thing that happened I saw that I put on the list. Please go to the his entrance. So the Lakers ended up playing the Mavericks on Christmas Day. LeBron versus the white LeBron, a.k.a. Luka. Uh, out here, and this was, you know, the magic. I mean, the Mavs and Christmas Day. Then, hey, the world must know. See, when Luca showed up like this, I said, Luca going for. I said, Luca going for fifty. I saw right here. I said, I I feel prayers to the chumps, and I did not know he was playing LeBron. I didn't know to not know the Lakers was on the menu as the soup du jour, but I saw this first. And I say, boy, prayers to the person who has to guard him in this outfit and this fly-ass car. You are barbecue chicken. He <laughs> came today to whoop ass. In a 60-something Mustang. It's a 1960-something Mustang, ain't it? With the rims, though. He got the Dallas rims on there. The With the black boots. It, boy, boy, that top hat out and got the bolo tie and the cowboy boots. Hey. I can't eat lunch and whoop ass. I'm all out of lunch. <laughs> Ooh, boy, he walked in like the motherfucker sheriff. <laughs> hey, here it is. Pew, pew. And while we're talking about Luca, we're going to take a quick break. I'm going to tell y'all that he had 60 points tonight, 21 rebounds, and 10 assists. Tonight, right now, did it. Today. You can Damn check much. Twitter. Shams reported it. 60 20 10. Who are they playing? Who are they playing? Oh, they're playing the Knicks. I don't care who he played. He has sixty points on. He has sixty points on thirty-one shots. (laughs) Help me, Lord! We traded him for Trey Young. I hate myself. I hate myself. I. After he had fifty, after he after he led the Mavs to having fifty-one points in the third quarter, the Lakers were up by eleven at halftime and down by twenty after the third quarter. Fifty-one point third quarter from the man who drank two tall boys at lunch. (laughs) He's like the Tyson Fury of uh of, of basketball. Like Tyson Fury said, he would he would drink. 14, 14 beers and then go spar for 14 rounds <laughs> and won the world championship. Like, look hey man. at this guy. Look at him. Don't look at the 51 points that he gave the Los Angeles Lakers in the fifth in, in the third quarter. We will get back to the 51 points. Let's talk about look at this man's stature. Look at his build. Not a muscle. There ain't <laughs> a muscle on this man. There's not a vein that you can find. Ain't none of that. And somehow, ooh, which ain't nothing over there. <laughs> ain't nothing over there. You still look. You knew I wasn't throwing nobody the ball. Who am going to pass the ball to, fool? It ain't nobody else <laughs> on this team but me and Christian Wood coming out the bench. That's it. And they trying to trade him for John Collins. Whoop. 
Now that is where I'm going to probably. I don't know what. <laughs> LeBron, big man. LeBron scored please, 38 me, points please. and they lost. You know how mad you got to be if you LeBron. You lost to the Hornets and you had 40. You lost to the to Dallas and you had 38 points. 38, bro. Look at that. 82 to. Ooh. <laughs> I wouldn't have went back in the game. I wouldn't have went back in the game. I don't care. Y'all call me what you want. Call me a quitter. Call me soft or whatever. I'm out here. The person that we traded our entire future away. We ain't going to be good till 2030. You traded away, LeBron. You did it. You traded away Kyle Kuzma, Julius Randle, everybody. Anybody, uh, Brandon Ingram, Lonzo Ball, LeVar Ball, LiAngelo Ball, uh, uh, LaMelo Ball, anybody. A Spalding Ball. You traded away everybody, and now you got Brokeback AD. <laughs> Brokeback is so disrespectful. A- AD hurt. He hurt all the time. 50 points, 50 points. All right, out indefinitely. <laughs> Dang, man, Carroll got worked by LeBron. LeBron limited Ben Carroll to four, five, and three. <laughs> Got it in the whole game. Got it in the whole game. You got it right. They told me you it, nah. Oh man, but hey man, y'all pray prayers to the Lakers because the Lakers are struggling, boy. They and the thing is, they be good for like five games. They be like they be looking like the two thousand Lakers. Eighty be out there averaging seventy points, seventy rebounds, seventy assists, seventy seventy uh uh blocks and seven steals, and then. He gets hurt. He lands funny on a free throw, and he's out for 70 games. It's like you don't know what's about to happen with AD. Every time, he, like, LeBron, it was funny. The gif when AD fell and LeBron was like, oh. Like, it was funny, but it was true. Like, every time AD fall or land funny and he start, he, 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 he start creaking up the court, <laughs> looking like he need to oil, looking like the Tin Man, I'd be like, dog, eh. Hopefully y'all happy about that little bubble chip y'all got. How many more years do you think AD got? That's how that's that's what I, when I ask that question, that's the best, that's the what I make. Like, how many more years can y'all rely on AD? No. I'm gonna tell you <laughs> if I'm Dwight Howard and I'm playing in that Chinese basketball league over there, I'm trying to put up 40 every night to remind y'all that y'all pick AD in the top 75 and left me at home. I'm, I'm gonna find any of these yeah. small humans over yeah, here. Yeah, y'all disrespect. Y'all disrespect. Who's dis- Who's more disrespected? Dwight Howard. Who's more hated? Dwight Howard or Cam Newton? <laughs> Atlanta boy, y'all struggling. Man. That's that, and they from the same side, same road. <laughs> Must be Tucson. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Nah, Westlake and Saka are five miles apart. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, neither. So that was that was the games. Uh, of course, you know you know what's wild, crazy about these Suns games and these Nuggets games. Jokic dropped dropped forty five fifteen forty five twenty and ten, and it's just like ho hum. Like it's like ah uh, uh, yeah he's he's been the first person to do that since. Will Chamberlain, but then he does that on a Monday, and then they drop that stat, and then he do it on a Tuesday, and you be like, "Damn!" <laughs> then he do it on like a Thursday, you be like, "Whoa!" The thing about that is, is you see Embiid do that and play defense. 
No, you don't. You don't see Embiid do anything of 45, 20, and 10. You don't see Embiid do what Jokic does. You do not see Embiid do what Jokic does. Embiid is his own beast by himself. He does not do what Jokic does. Embiid does not average as many assists. Embiid, the, the offense is set up by James Harden. The offense is set up and run through Jokic. Now, Embiid is a problem. He'll give you 54, 8, and 3. Jokic... Yeah, eight, twelve, fifty-four and twelve. Wait, hey, hey, let's clarify. There's a big difference between getting eight rebounds and getting twelve rebounds. There's a big difference between eight rebounds, twelve rebounds, and twenty-one. Forty-five, twenty-one, and ten is is. I mean, they said it every time. Nobody has done this except for Will Chamberlain. Nobody has done this except for Will Chamberlain. Nobody has done this except for Will Chamberlain. No, he is being. He is being less talked about, but leading the MVP race. He is leading the MVP race, and it's just like a four. It's like ho hum. Like, well, let's let's see what we got. Embiid got thirty four points, ten rebounds, four assists. Joker has twenty five points, eleven rebounds, nine and a half assists. <laughs> no, but no defense. It's actually kind of close. It you is. Kinda, you just kind of you move but, things around. But the thing is, and it sucks that Embiid is going to be penalized for this. He's got James Harden, right? So when Embiid had fifty points, ten rebounds, James Harden had twenty points, twenty one assists because it all went to Embiid. Joker has Joker. Jamal Murray still isn't fully healthy. Nobody's talked about Jamal Murray. Michael Porter Jr. I saw him for the first time in twenty twenty two. Yesterday, it is December. 27th. I saw him for the first time in 2022 yesterday. Like, they he, traded, they, they got Bones Highland, who is, I mean, he's good. Streaky. Like, Joker is, if you take like Joker, it's, it's, if you take Joker, like, Joker is everything for Denver. He is everything. There's nothing that could happen. Take him beat off the six is what you got left. Harden. You take Joker off the, off of there, who you got? I mean, well, hey, wait, 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 wait now. I, I told you, Aaron Gordon has been playing very good basketball. Quietly. Okay, okay. So you take Aaron Gordon over James Harden? No, <laughs> but Aaron Gordon getting the job done. I ain't gonna say that. And, uh, and, okay. and the the Nuggets team now. Now remember, now we're not that far removed of watching the Sixers have no bench. We saw the bench come out and score seven points multiple times. The Nuggets bench not gonna get seven. I've seen that team, if you give the bench, give you nine points for a night. Who's on the Nuggets bench? Bones, Highland, and who? Don't look it up. You just said, don't look it up. Tell me anybody else other than Bones, Highland that's on the Nuggets bench. They traded Jermichael Green. Bruce Brown. Bruce Brown you got from the Nets. Uh Jeff Green seems to find a way to not be old. And he's hurt again. I mean, isn't it? <laughs> Ish, Ish Smith was hooping for a Ish movie. Smith. <laughs> it sound like the bitch is the same to me. Hey, that, <laughs> what you? the same guy who gave Trey 20, 10, and 10. So that ain't difficult. <laughs> what you mean? Shit. <laughs> Damn, Michael Porter Jr., do you play basketball? No, I tell you, I saw him for the first time in 2022 yesterday. Yeah. He's played 18 games this season. Really? 
Jesus. I'm actually that's Eight. I, I would have taken the uh, the under on that. 18 games this season, nine games last season, 61 games in 2020. Nine and 55. Man, he done played 143 games in his career. Let me ask you a question. You said he's played 18 games this season. 18? How much you think he's getting paid? I can tell you. It's right here. The number that I was going to say there is is a cuss word. <laughs> What's the number? A shit ton. $30 million. Remember, they re-signed him. $30 million a year. Let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. 18 games. I don't want to hear nothing about DeAndre Hunter's contract. Nothing. We got him on consignment compared to this. $30 million for 18. He's played 18 games. He's got 19-4-1 against the Kings without Sabonis, and the Kings are beating them 60-41. to Uh, And, I mean, I hate to say it, he be regular. 16, six rebounds, one assist, $30 million. Oh, no, he's got 23. He's got 23-5. and five. But I mean, Jokic's yeah, another, 12, yeah. This is a, this is another guy getting paid more than John Collins. Kevin and I hate to say it, there is not one season that Michael Porter Jr. has been better than John Collins. I mean, he's playing well. I mean, if he can stay healthy, but I mean, as much as we talk about the Hawks being hurt, I mean, eighteen games for thirty million dollars is is just the issue with him is is he does he's not. A consistent enough score. He only giving you nineteen. You know, I mean, on average, sixteen points. You have the best passing big man, possibly of all time, and you can't. All you have to do is just stay healthy. That's all you got to do. And he, and he's like, yeah. You either have to score. He doesn't. He's, and I, I don't want this to seem like another. Well, no, I'm not going to do that. He's one faceted. He's just. He's just a mediocre score. I don't say a mediocre score. 16 points ain't no slouch, but I guess that is mediocre. That's about what Hunter is. He's a mediocre score. He don't play any defense. He's not a good rebounder, and he don't pass the ball and get you any You know what's wild crazy? This is the college football AAU era. He wasn't good in college. He only played one game. He played one game in college and he hurt his back. Hey, let me tell you where he's very good, though. Yeah, yeah, he's like Bo he's Outlaw. Y'all remember Bo Outlaw in two thousand nine? Bo Outlaw, you could turn him into Michael Jordan out there. <laughs> All you had to do was just jump. Speaking of two K, while we're here, I'm gonna give you a video game update. Dynasty going well. Move Jalen, uh, what's his name, who plays for uh, OKC with the one with the one lock and Afro. What's his name? Played uh, Kansas. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you talking. About. My newest acquisition and a monster. Traded DeAndre Hunter. Adios. <laughs> hey man, speaking of now that we're done, hey Luca and the Mavs. This LeBron. I don't know what LeBron's gonna do. LeBron out there stuck. <laughs> hey, he out there stuck. Hey, I'm gonna tell you, there is nobody who is happier about having a new job than Travis Slim. You traded Trey Young for the man who just scored sixty twenty and ten. You ain't the GM no more, boy. <laughs> yeah. Yes, uh, speaking of people that put their foot in their mouth, though, Wally Zerbiak 
keeps talking about uh what's his name so when i say what's his name is tyrese halliburton i don't know why wally zerbiak got mad at tyrese halliburton possession by the pacers and i don't know what grimes is thinking here you don't stop in the coffin corner unless you're planning to call a timeout mm -hmm. i was screaming at the tv call a timeout call a timeout call a timeout so we got one point game 18 seconds left step back mr supposed wannabe fake all-star with the big miss there this and then so the rebound hate. by randall and then randall iced the game with all the free throws last chance down three for the wannabe all-star let me keep it that way he's in his second year he's a very good player he's not going to make the all-star team a guy like julius randall or jalen brunson will make it over tyrese halliburton third tonight we what? saw why oh it's his third year, third year yeah. yes you're right okay. right but um just an awesome performance i mean overall the defense was was stifling the team i mean the pacers played well they made some tough shots mm -hmm. in that third quarter mm -hmm. i mean they fire up those threes but they got oh okay goddamn <laughs> and then Matt Barnes had this to say. Uh, it's just completely. Ooh. This bum ass motherfucker Wally Zerbiak, uh, is just completely Ooh. disrespecting. Yeah, exactly. Tyrese Halliburton, who's leading the league in assists, calling him a fake all star and fake this and fake that. I'm just like, like why? Like, what's the point of that? Like, what do you get out of that? You know, you on these people are on these, and I'm on a regional network. You know, I'm out here. On, and sack doing NBC Bay Area, but it's just like I don't see why former players feel like it's like it's their spot or that it doesn't make them feel better to disrespect these guys. Like to me, this shit is super weak. I don't like it. It's just like there's been five thousand players in the history of the NBA, so that's why it bothers me when former players feel like they have to shit on the younger players because of the history of the game. Only five thousand people have ever played this game, and, and everybody in the world wants to be in the NBA, so these guys can respect and understand how hard it is for these young boys to kind of uh, make their way. But I just see it so often, man. It's just like, man, it, it's it's a tough position. But if you know the game well enough, you can talk about plenty of other shit. And again, we have to critique. That's, that's part of our job. But to me, you can critique. Uh -huh. Without disrespect, I agree with that. New media. Zerbiak, I remember your one good season with the Minnesota Timberwolves. Well, cool that down, big dog. You need to do what they call shutting the fuck up. Uh, this ain't for you. This is not the time. L let's go ahead and go through the whole Halliburton. He was in Sacramento. Did not really want to leave Sacramento. They traded him, and he was happy to now be in Indiana. He's playing fantastic for a different team. I think the, the trade worked out for all parties involved. Best trade this of the man, year. He is has been a he's been a consummate professional. He's going out on a team that most people believe is not fully equipped, and the only big man that they have left is in every trade talk next to John Collins every week. And with all of that said. He gets he really that good. And, and he's playing with three other good guards. Benedict Matherin is right there in the top five rookies of the year. You have Chris Duarte, who was a draft pick either last year or the year before. Finally Played healthy. Very good. Finally healthy. And and you got Buddy Heald. And with all of that said, out of those four guys, you want to know who's the best? It's him. Easily. The only reason those other guys are probably as good as they are is because of him. Like, no, I, no, I don't. I ain't gonna say that either. Now, Benedict Matherin's a man. He's he is, man. but you he also got to realize. I think LeBron is good. 
but I'm better than LeBron. I like him. <laughs> Foolish. But what like what I'm saying is he sets that I've I I watched the game today. He sets them up very well. Like Oh yeah. He if I don't Buddy Hill has been a good shooting guard his entire career. He can shoot. But the way that he gets the ball, he gets the ball in the shooting pocket every time. He gets the ball right here. Like he don't have yeah. to none of that. Oh, right? He don't have to do none of that. Saw it tonight. <laughs> like and Benedict Matherin just like, but they just like he makes all the right decisions. And I don't understand, like it it makes me think that there's something else there. Like he tried because of course he's with the Knicks. This is the Madison Square Garden Network. But like why why did you single him out? Like, did he not yeah. give you an interview? Did he not talk? Because that was personal. That had nothing to do with basketball acumen at all. Uh, which is why everybody's sorry. laughing at your stupid self. Like and 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 I can understand how sometimes you miss me. Did you wanted to find a way to say He doubled that. down though. No, he doubled down. He doubled down. You can't I, I ain't finish the statement. He ain't misspeak though. He doubled down. People double down on dumb all the time. With that said, you said the wrong thing. And when you said the wrong thing, you just need to you should apologize for that. Fake All-Star is a shock. And as a media member, you have a responsibility because you know that's how people end up not being all-stars. Now, I don't think that the vast majority of the world is listening to you, Wally Zerbiak, or knew what you were doing probably two weeks ago, Wally Zerbiak, to be completely honest. But this is irresponsible, and it's just trash. You pull the trash move, just own up to you being recyclables and move on. Yep, and you know what Buddy Hill had to say. You benefit from playing with Jason and Jalen every day. You benefit from. Say it again, buddy. Jesus. My man said, Your Sacramento can be invited to one of my appendages. Like, <laughs> I should have said that to Wally Serbia. Yes. But Sacramento's a good team now. I, I they have pieces that work to me. You got Kyle, you got Kevin Herter in a much less stressful role. You have now it is unfortunate Sabonis. Uh, I think they saw it say he tore a ligament in, in his thumb. He's gonna try to play through it. He's gonna try to play through it. I don't know how exactly how I feel about that as a team that I don't think it's competing for a world championship. I'm probably not allowing my best player to play when I know he's 100% hurt. But this is, but the thing is, this is the best they've been in, in the last decade. I understand that. You got to get people to spend money with you. That's yeah, tough. Yeah, I mean, yeah, while we're talking about it, they're playing. But you could take. Jokic's got a triple-double through three quarters. you tunked, you tunked, and I just made, I, I just made that word up for that very reason. If they get Victor and you could move Sabonis like a point forward position you have Kevin Herter play the, the shooter and Darren Fox oh my goodness gracious early in the morning late at night prayers to all parties involved you got you a team well I'm interested I'm to see how, how, how Vic, Victor will assimilate into the NBA uh, he's really good he he's a problem he's a, he's a problem 
but he also needs the ball in his hands. Like from what I've yeah. seen, everything I've seen, he he always has the ball in his hand. I mean, he's the best player on that team, but you don't ever see him. Don't dribble the ball, Reggie. Well, what I'm saying is, what is he gonna look like off the ball? Like, like how you coaching wise, that's pressure coaching because you have to figure out a way to make it work. He's too good for for it not to work. It's it's impossible. You have Sabonis and Victor. Or you have Victor in anybody. The only place that he could go that it doesn't work and it wouldn't be on the coach is San Antonio because they don't really have. Oh, they have you crazy. They have a bunch of pieces, like a bunch of pieces. It's uh, like they took a bunch of pieces from different puzzles and put them in one box. So they got a uh, bunch uh, of pieces. But got, whoever, yeah, but yeah, I'm high pick and roll Sabonis to Victor all day. I'm yeah. You gotta pick one of these. Whatever you pick is wrong. And Victor probably good enough as a passer, you could kind of interchange him. Pick and roll, hey, feed and swap. Oh man, so many different things. New Duncan, new Tim Duncan, David Robinson. So you think Victor is gonna have a rookie season comparable to Paolo? Because Paolo's rookie season is just as good as Kevin Durant and LeBron James, which is probably man. the 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 pinnacle of modern. Yeah. When I say modern, the last twenty years of basketball. If he can do this every game. For the rest of his life, he's a Hall of Famer. <laughs> you don't seven. have to get any better. If you do this for the rest of your career, dog, you're good. Defensively, he has to get better. But he is insane. Defensively, y'all need the team better get better. Y'all better find somebody else. I can dribble. <laughs> that is the that is the part about him that separates him from really any other. That's the reason he's in this category. Yeah. He's not a guy who's dependent on action, picks, any of that. I have a handle. Ooh, Jordan averaged 28, 7, and 6, and 2.4 steals in a block as a rookie. Who? <laughs> Michael Jordan. Well, you no, know, say Jeffrey when you, say, when you talk about him. 28, Go. 7, 6, th- 2 steals and a block as a rookie. Go. He scored. Michael Jordan won the scoring title as a rookie. Go. <laughs> he was NBA All Star, first team All NBA and Rookie of the Year award from day one. We're talking about these stats of 20 and 4, 20 and 5, 22 and or we'll round up. 20 and 4, 21 and 6, we'll and 22 and 7. This motherfucker averaged 28, 7, 6, and 2. He averaged really 2.4 steals a game. <laughs> no shit. Paolo, you're right. You are going to be a Hall of Famer, but Michael Jordan. Cause I was like, okay, they make it a. It's a reason, you know, this on all these posts and memes that don't nobody put Jordan stats up when they talk about rookie stuff. No, because you got to look normal. <laughs> it's like Jordan and and uh, uh, Wilt Chamberlain. They just don't put them stats on on. This is about <laughs> people who are comparable to him, not just the people who had great rookie seasons. You're trying to find people, the guys who he's comparable to, just are both Hall of Famers and probably top ten basketball players of all time. KD top ten. Yeah. Yeah, greatest scorer of all time. I mean, 10 is tight now. 
Greatest scorer of all time. I agree, but 10 is tight, and I don't see him in a lot. He's actually not in very many top 10 lists, honestly. He's not. Even in his position, he's a third for most people. I think he's positionless. I mean, I agree, but I yeah, I definitely agree. I really, in, in my heart of hearts, I wish Kevin Durant had played shooting guard his whole life, and I wish LeBron had played point guard his whole life. 2K Norwood talk. Yeah, let's see. Michael Jordan, Shaq, Kobe, LeBron, Kareem, Bill Russell, Magic, Wilt Chamberlain. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. That's eight right there. Then you got Tim, you Duncan, Tim, Larry, Duncan? Tim Duncan, Larry Bird, Hakeem Olajuwon, Steph Curry. Then Ke- yeah, you can't put him yeah, ahead. you can't put him ahead of. You can put him ahead of Larry Bird. You can't, can't put, put him, him ahead, ahead of Steph. Of, uh, you, mm, or Tim Steph. or Tim. You can put him ahead of Hakeem. You can't put him ahead of Tim. I know, I know. You down there in Houston? I wouldn't say that if I was down there. But I mean, I seen the dream shake in. in... Me too. We've all seen it in person. Uh, but hey, Omni, not to bury the lead. Omni Shout days, out to Paolo. Omni days. Yes, sir. But shout out to Paolo, man, and shout out to y'all for uh, tuning in with us to finish up the Splash Cast uh, around the league Monday Night Raw, Tuesday Fury. Uh, we appreciate y'all, man. Nice. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna have some editing to do because now we have two two-hour segments <laughs> to edit down. Uh, but again, we appreciate y'all. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Put out football and basketball by itself. Yeah, I would name it. Football <laughs> yeah. segment, basketball segment, pick the sport that you like. Episode <laughs> eighty three. I got a cousin named Rico. Shout out to my cousin Rico. Um, stay away from the Rico. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But uh no if we ain't miss anything, man, we can go ahead and we sign on do. off. We never do. Uh yes. Always remember, always remember. Follow me if you look down. That is my Instagram at Ludacris. Over there. Over there. That's <laughs> Reggie. You look down. That's his Instagram at Atlanta Rays. Please follow us at the Splashcast. Also, Splashcast 24 pack. I'm going to give you all some if you're still up hanging out with us. It's out now. You go look right down on Spotify and Apple Music. Playlist posted on it. Both right now for everybody else who listens to this on the playback. You will hear it tomorrow. Go click. Uh, you might want to hear it tomorrow. But when you do hear it, go to the playlist. Follow that, too. Thank you guys for rocking with us. Always, 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 always. Number one, number one, number one, number one, number one. More black baseball. More black baseball. More black baseball. Shout out to the Braves for, for, for signing Sean Murphy. Entire core is signed. He ain't black baseball, but he's helping black baseball be better. We support him. <laughs> number two, number two, number two. More black cowboys and more black cowgirls. Number three, historically black college university that you graduated from, your cousin graduated from, your auntie graduated from, that one neighbor who when you was locked out of your house or couldn't go to nobody's house, you went to their house. If they graduated from HBCU, send some money over there. Historically black college university in the neighborhood which you live right now. The ones you go to tailgate, the ones you go to step shows. If you just want to go to the yard and know where black people are and see them, Send some money over there. And then finally, we're only asking for $18.68. Send 
to uplift the greatest learning institution in all the world. If you question which one it is, I will help you out. It is the Hampton University in Southern Virginia. It is the one that they actually molded a different world after, one of the greatest shows of all time. Please send some money over there. Uh, with that said, I think we've covered all the bases. Red, you got anything for me before we get out of here? Nope. <laughs> all right. With Be that safe. said, only one thing for me and Rachel do now. What's that, my guy? Hang out. Hang we out. This joint once again. We love you. The Splashcast loves you. Um, happy New Year. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Kwanzaa. Good night.